Hey, this is your boy Jay Bangers, and this is the No Filter Podcast. We ain't got no filter, baby. All right, so um, let me talk about hip hop news, man, because I've been sitting here brainstorming on it, and I'm on my morning drive to work. Nice morning, nice Monday morning. It's beautiful in LA today. Uh, it's gonna be a good day today, man. So let's talk about Takashi Six Nine on the Breakfast Club. So he was on the Breakfast Club, and Everybody's talking about how Takashi like pretty much trolled uh, Charlemagne at his own game. I've never seen Charlemagne like <laughs> as mad as he kind of was. Not mad, but he was like a little frustrated, and you could tell he just like that was the first interview I ever seen him like that. Like he just didn't have. You could tell he just had lack of respect for him for some reason. I don't know why. But Takashi, I got I gained a lot of respect for how he how he handled that interview. I never seen anybody. It is people that did it, but. At his age and how young he is, how he controlled that interview and controlled the narrative and controlled and was honest and pretty much was like, yo, like these grown men and grown and this is a grown woman and grown man. They just the only time he got a little bit something, she told him spit his gun gum out. That was it. But other than that, it was just like, yo, like I respect him for how he I think he's 21 or I forgot how old they said Kashi is, but he's young, younger than me. And he had himself very well in that interview and he he put everybody in check. Like, hey, look, I'm going to say this. You wait, wait, wait what you saying. I'm going to say it, speak first. And it was like, oh, okay. He controlled that interview like he was like he was older than them or something. Like, like they they wasn't trying to give him his respect. Well, Charlamagne wasn't trying to give him his respect. And he just was like, he was shutting Charlamagne down, man. He was shutting them all down. I gave him respect for how he uh, handled that interview. The only thing I can say about Takashi Sikana that I don't agree with now, I understand what Charlemagne was saying to an extent, but he didn't say it right, so it, it, he lost. But uh, I agree with, I, I believe that he can say whatever he want. Grown men shouldn't be mad at a young kid for talking shit on the internet. He could talk about whatever he want. Gang culture ain't how gang culture used to be, and nobody should be acting like it is, because it's not. It's nowhere near how it used to be back in the day. Gangs and all that, it's too flashy now, and there's too many ways to get caught, so people just, it's just... People just do it just to do it now. It's not real anymore. Like, back in the day, you had to prove yourself. Now, then you got to prove yourself. Anybody could be a blood. Anybody could be a crip. Anybody could say it. If you grew up in that neighborhood, you could say you that and that. And you ain't got to be about none of that. And we know that. We know there's a lot of people from the hood that ain't about none of that. But they know they, they from that, though. And they know about it. And they know everybody from it. So you got to give them their respect for them being there. And we all know that that's how the, that's how the hood works. But uh, the only thing I don't agree about what Takashi 69 does... Is the fact that he say, on oh, and nobody can touch me. And then you're in a situation where somebody going to touch you. And you be like, nah, I ain't doing that situation because they going to violate me. Like, all right, what you, what you expect? Even though I, I literally don't agree at all with anybody uh, coming at him for speaking on the Internet. He ain't hurt nobody in your family. He ain't kill nobody. And this is how dumb stuff happened in the hood. Y'all listen to somebody talk. He ain't say nothing about your hood, this hood, that hood, blah, blah, blah. And this check-in shit is bullshit. I never want to check in either. I don't give a fuck about it. You, you should never have to check in. Any person that check in, that's just a submission move. You ain't real hood if you're going to sit there and check in with motherfuckers. For what, motherfucker? You giving me a check, nigga? Fuck, I'm checking in for it, nigga. You ain't nobody, boss. Like, that's how you try to treat that. That, that, that nigga lose all respect if he check in. I, 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 I'm, I agree with him on the no checking in thing. Nigga, I wouldn't check in. I don't think anybody should check in. I don't care how hood you is. I don't care how not hood you is. There ain't no point in checking in. 
there's no point in doing none of that. Who, why do they owe you that? Like, worry about your life and the people around you, and when the people that live in your your state or whatever. And you could tell them check in if they wilding out or something. But he ain't out here killing nobody. He ain't out here doing nothing crazy. So there's no reason for this man to check in with anybody. I agree with him on that, and I stick with him on that. And no grown men out here should be sitting out here making a big deal about it. So I'm gonna switch the segments in because I'm uh next I'm going to talk about. Uh, Envy getting that Envy getting mad at uh, Thesis and Meryl uh, That was funny too But back on to the costume tonight for a second Yeah, I don't believe he should check in I do believe he should stop saying He should, he couldn't get touched Because if you're going to run away from situations Where you're going to I, I, I agree with it being smart That he didn't get on that stage With uh, Jay Prince's uh, Junior uh, Being on that stage And trying to pretty much With all his guys And trying to do something to him i agree with that i agree with him not getting on there but you can't say you can't no longer say nobody can touch you because it was a situation where you was gonna get touched and you knew you was gonna get touched and you pretty much like nah i'm smarter than that all right just don't say you can't get touched just be like yeah i can get touched but i ain't i don't give a fuck like i couldn't i agree with that but saying you can't get touched and nobody gonna touch me ain't nobody touched me yet when you clearly uh you outsmarted the situation, obviously. I give you that, but you can't sit there and be like, I ain't never gonna get touched. When you dipping from situations saying, all right, I'm being smart. Yeah, you're not getting touched because you're being smart, and I give you that. But don't say nobody can touch you. That's all I gotta say on that. And now I'm gonna switch into uh, talking about the DJ Envy thing. And I'm gonna keep it all in one segment, guys, because I, uh, I just need to give y'all some content for the day. All right. So let's let's talk about this next one, which is the DJ Envy versus Desus and Mero interview that got very real and got hectic. Uh, this is basically let me give you the rundown on it. If you don't follow hip hop and you don't follow the Breakfast Club, which is uh, one of the biggest, uh, I think it is the biggest talk show on, uh, especially on YouTube, but uh, especially in the hip hop culture. Uh, basically, this is Amero was an uh, up and coming. They're probably they pretty big too. I heard they're on Viceland at night. I don't watch it at night. I watch the YouTube videos that they have. But I I seen their videos before, but I never really was into their content like that until now. So pretty much what happened was DJ Envy uh, cheated on his wife. Blah blah blah. He cheated on his wife and. They had went on a talk show. This is a year later after they had the, all that situation happened with Erica Mendez. If y'all don't know who Erica Mendez is, she's on Love and Hip Hop. Uh, one of the chicks from Love and Hip Hop, and she gets smashed by a lot of guys for some reason. I don't know why. But um, so DJ Envy cheated on his wife. They went on this talk show, and he's basically talking about the cheating. And this is like one of those girly talk shows. So it's like, dude, why are you doing this, man? Like, you definitely trying to get your wife back. Or you trying to submit to you Because that's submission right there you, Ain't no man I know he didn't want to do that Ain't no man going to be like I want to do that Like It's either he trying to prove something So he can have her back Or she just told him You do this Or we done Or we, you got to show The world that you sorry Not just me that you sorry Which is just You just losing your manhood Doing that I don't agree with that at all But see what following your woman does 
and letting trying to please your women does in the public because women always want shit to be public. Nobody even I don't even think people even knew publicly that I didn't even know he slept with Erica Menas. Ain't nobody really know probably until he went on this fucking talk show for his wife and put it out to the world, which makes her look even dumber because ain't nobody even fucking knew. So my thing is, man, don't ever like men use your brain, man. Never let women tell, never let women let uh figure the situation out and tell you how to make the situation better. Cause they only make they make the situation fucking ten times worse. Cause I didn't even know about the fucking situation till they wanted to publicly go about the situation. I did hear they said on a uh, on a Breakfast Club he did apologize on a Breakfast Club about uh, cheating. And that's how people knew he cheated on his wife. But my thing is, that's good. Nobody cared, though, like, until he did all this extra stuff. But um, pretty much, let me get to the ba- basic uh, point of it. Uh, Deces Amaro came on the show. He, as soon as they got on, he got on the mic, he didn't even say his normal rundown of how he introduced special guests and stuff. He just said dickhead and pussy to these guys. Like, what kind of disrespectful? Sh- that was disrespectful as hell. He called them dickhead. He introduced them as dickhead and pussy. I was like, what? That's some female shit right there. That's some bitter shit, too. You got to really be mad to do that. Like, you couldn't even start the interview off and just say, hey, man, can y'all just give my wife an apology and blah, blah, blah. That's how you should have handled it. But coming off aggressive like that was unnecessary. Sorry, guys. Uh, Ambulance going past. But, all right, I'm going to run it down a little faster. Pretty much... He said, uh, played the clip, the clip pretty much of him saying, basically, his wife saying, I didn't know DJ Envy, who DJ Envy is. Like, she just knew Rashad, and she don't know DJ Envy, saying that his, like, alter ego or something was DJ Envy. And um, Deesa said, you know them DJ Envy checks, though. I don't know, whatever. It was a small joke that wasn't even talked on to make it like it, yeah you could be like ah uh, but she knows them checks she knows he's making money why not i mean she's well taken care of so his point my thing of him saying that is you know his these these envy checks so you shouldn't even be mad like that's how i took it like what the fuck is you complaining about you know these you know these dj envy checks man you know his alter ego bringing this and that in you feel me so he's saying that his wife was mad about that and he was mad about it as well, which I don't get because it wasn't that big of a joke. It's a very small joke and a very, you know, whatever type joke. He just did it real quick. That shit didn't even last long. No, you know them DJ checks and just left it on. Like, it ain't like they kept going on about it. Like, yeah, she know about that, that money he bringing in. She know she want that money. I can see if he said some shit like that. He said something, you know them DJ checks. So he basically said he's, he owes his wife an apology. They said, I apologize. And then he gets up. They apologized. He still was talking a little bit after that. And then he let it go. He stopped talking. And he said everything's cool. And then he walks out. Got mad and walked out. I'm like, what? That was some real female shit that he did. And I'm just going to chime on this a different way. Because I hear a lot of people talk about it. I listen to other people's content. But I never heard people, I didn't hear anybody speak on the fact that this is this is a reason why a lot of black guys kill each other and getting and this is the reason right here. It's not always because of drugs, it's not always because of dumb ass situations of hoods and gangbangs. It'd be over women. Women be putting men up to shit like this. Now imagine two dudes that's in the streets 
and uh, his woman felt disrespected, and the other guy come up, yo, you got, yo, I don't like how you disrespect my. He come off the way that he came, envy came off to them, when he never should have came up to a man like that. End of the day, you gonna come up, come off to a man like that, you better be ready to fight. That's how I feel about it. Like, you gonna come up to me like that, you gonna talk like that, we might as well just say, we might as well just start throwing up them hands, man, ain't no point. You feel me? So, that's how a lot of situations in the hood go, man. I've seen it happen, man. It be over females. Men get mad because they're female on their ass about some shit, and he got to prove himself. And rather than it be in a talk show, men got to prove themselves on camera. And ain't no man about to sit here and play that game. Ain't no, ain't none of that. They ain't getting no bag off of that shit. So they going, what? Pop, pop, or, or going to start squaring off and jump that dude, and it's going to be a beef forever. It's never just a, even if they fight real quick and it's over. That beef going on forever in the hood. This is something they could just talk on. They could do talk shows. This is a different platform. But this is a real reason in the hood why stuff go wrong and why people getting shot and getting killed and blah, blah, blah. That's the real reason, man. So, women, stop putting y'all men up to stuff like this. And men, be stronger. Like, you got to control your situation, man. He know he ain't got no control over his situation. If he going on these talk shows talking about cheating and getting mad at people in the industry... That, that he can use, like, these is people that you need those connections. These guys is growing rapidly. They are, like, one of the top talk shows as well, you feel me? Along with Joe Button, you feel me? And you just messing up a, a connection like that because your wife? Your wife is fucking up your checks, man. Once that money gone, trust me, once that money start getting fucked up, she's staying now because that money right, you feel me? There ain't no chick. She wouldn't have stayed. Look, she said she was ready to leave. She got the divorce lawyers. Yeah, she knows she getting the bag, but when she see that money on the decline, oh, yeah, she going to leave your ass, man. She going to say, she going to go right back to that instance of you cheating, and she going to leave your ass. Trust me, she just holding that joint in the chamber. But this is your boy, Jay Bangers, and this is the, oh, my bad, my bad. This is your boy, Jay Bangers, and this is the No Filter Podcast. Stay tuned. Uh, I got some more content coming. Just stay, stay tuned to me, man. I got y'all. Damn.